Welcome to Prep Sports Network. I'm Brian Stanley. This is our coaches show. Hopefully we're going to be able to do this more than once this season. Um, the season kicking off for the 21-22 school year for Mission Prep football in the California Central section and all over California for many schools this week, this Friday. And, and joining me today is head coach David Schuster in his fifth year at Mission Prep holding a impressive record uh, with the Royals of 27 and 10. Uh, Coach, uh, this is a new year coming off just a season a couple of months ago with your squad uh, of many players that you're getting to return with. Um, What do we expect from the Royals this season? Well, you know, we're – you know, there's all the na- the natural cliches, you know, we're excited, we're pumped up, everything's good and stuff. You know, this truly is a, a really unique group, you know, that for, you know, they've had all kinds of different unique circumstances like everyone else has. But um, I think the way they've responded to all of it and how they've handled it has been uh, really has set the tone for what this year looks like. And so you've got a group that has a lot of energy and a lot of joy being at practice. And that has continued for a long period of time, not just for, it wasn't just spring. It was like, once we got to summer, we could do a normal summer. People were just really happy and excited about that. And, you know, we were able to do camp week and we were able to do a number of different things that are consistent for what a normal year would be for us. And I think that's just brought a lot of joy. And what I think the result of that has been is now we have a group that has a lot of natural joy with each other. They love practicing with each other. They love hanging out. Um, they're constantly just having a great time with each other on campus. You see them walk in the hallways together um, and, and with just really special energy. It feels very much from a bonding standpoint, very similar to that 2018 team. The team that honestly it feels most like though is in 2014, we had a team at Grace Brethren that really kind of turned the tide and and started to get a lot of really special things happening. That class was very special, had great leadership and the whole team was bonded really tight. This team reminds me athletically and uh, from a bonding standpoint, very, very similar to that 2014 Grace Brethren team. And so, you know, we're, you know, we're very, very excited. Um, all the standard cliches, you know, but um, I, I guess we're, we're just, um, there's hopeful optimism, I guess is probably the best word I could use or two words where we're hopeful all the COVID stuff goes okay. No, no one gets injured and we can move forward the way we want to. And if those, if those things happen, you know, there's reason to be very optimistic this year with this team. Uh, you have a number of returning players, uh, back on the roster, uh, only losing uh, Caden Chaney last year. Uh, of those returning, you have some that set out the spring because of COVID concerns. Uh, one of those returning with a new number. Uh, as a captain, along with uh, another uh, a number of other captains that have been named, let's talk about your captains this season. Yeah, you know, um, I can't start this conversation without acknowledging Caden Chaney and the work he did. And we made a statement last year and it holds true right now that any success that this year's team has is going to be um, in part because of the leadership that Caden Chaney showed during the spring and the way he was able to mentor and teach and come alongside a lot of kids and 
trying to do that by yourself is incredibly daunting, but he did it and he was consistent with it. And he never stopped doing it all the way up to the very last game against Morro Bay. And, um, and so now you've got several other seniors this year who have a standard of, a, a standard of leadership and a model that they're following um, based heavily off of how he, how he handled all that. So, you know, Eli Grudonis, you know, I think specifically as a kid you're referencing who did not, you know, for, for a number of reasons that the, the team fully understood. And there were a number of juniors who, because of the academic uh, pressures and standards for mission prep, had a number of different things going on. And we fully acknowledge, or in, in some cases, other kids chose to play another sport. Everyone understood there was no bad blood. Like everyone was like, hey, yeah, like you can't. Whatever, you guys get it. There was nothing, no ill will with him. So when yeah. Elon came back, we did make it very clear to everybody, hey, you're going to have to re, uh, re-win over the team. And there's no promises of captainship, and we never do that. But it, it was just very much like, hey, any position of leadership in this program is going to involve you having to show some incredible dedication. And the way Eli stepped up and handled that, and Andrew Abate is also another team captain that uh, did not play in the spring, but the team has really rallied around the way he dedicated himself to the team and himself in the weight room and, and the way he's performed on the field. Um, you can Everyone understood their role in the program and the way they've been for three years. So Eli Gradonis, long story short, Eli Gradonis is, is going to be wearing number 52, doing some very special things. We're extremely proud of him and his growth. Andrew Abate is going to be wearing number 14, back at running back, fullback, and, and playing a little bit outside linebacker. Um, extremely proud of how Andrew's uh, matured and, and really turned himself into a phenomenal player and a phenomenal leader. Uh, Jack Susink and, and Caleb Alim are uh, two other team captains. They were t- captains for us in the spring as well. Um, have had major roles in this program for quite some time. Jack Susink is, you know, is also class president. He's basically Captain America. Um, Caleb Alim is one of the most beloved members of the of the entire school. Uh, every faculty member loves this young man. Uh, he's an extremely special man, uh, and we're very proud of how he's matured as well. He's really uh, bought into everything that's going on. Uh, very happy with where he's at. And then finally, Jacob Butler, um, who unfortunately could not play in the spring. He had a hand injury. Um, the way he's dedicated himself, the way he's performed on the field, his academic prowess and, and his attention to getting everybody up to being a part of the standard of the program and the way he's rallied everybody around him. You know, we, we found ourselves in a situation during camp week where we had a three-way tie where every, you know, everyone votes for, for team captains and we told everybody vote for four. And we ended up with a three-way tie. And so the staff and I had to sit and talk and del- uh, deliberate for quite some time about what do we do with this? And the reality is all three, Andrew Bate, Eli Gradonis, and Jacob Butler have a very powerful voice in the program. And so we, you know, and we, and that's something we can't ignore. And so we just chose to essentially go, we're going to go five captains and we're going to have one, one captain rotate out each game uh, for who actually walks onto the field for the four captains, but um, could not be more proud of those five and, and the rest of the seniors and, and the way they have uh, handled this summer and the way this team looks. Um, among those uh, returning as well, any breakout stars you're, you're anticipating this season that that quite didn't get enough playing time in that five games 
in the spring that you think this season may be their year to to show their stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a couple of young men that stand out. Um, you know, right off the bat, Ryan O'Day, who who he did not play in the spring uh, due to um, you know numerous SAT and, and ACT stuff that he was dealing with in junior year, just academically, um, and so he. Uh, but he is a, a an absolute force on the defensive line, um, and we expect to see some really good things. He's been dominant in practice, and you know when when you're dominant with, with the the size of our offensive line, how good they've been. Anybody who's been dominant against them in practice has has generally had success. So we're very happy with Ryan. Very excited to see how he goes. Um, <clears throat> there's a you know Tyler Garrett played very well in the spring. He looks even better this year. Um, we have uh, a young man, J.J. Howard, uh, who, who uh, came down from, from Northern California. Um, his family moved down here. Um, he's, an, he's now in the school, and he's playing uh, basketball and football. And so he's, he's really established himself from a wide receiver standpoint as a very dominant, very dominant young man. So we're excited to see what he looks like. And, you know, Colby White, returning a quarterback, he only played, you know, I think two or three games this spring. But. Gosh, man, we could not be more excited about Colby, and we can't wait to see him actually get after it for a full season, and, and everybody finally get to see what we've been seeing every day in practice. So, uh, I'm sure Coach Terrence Harris is happy to hear that he has a another oh, yeah. dual sport athlete at the school. Uh, yeah, always always looking for basketball athletes. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to your schedule. Um, quite an impressive schedule, ten game schedule this year. Uh, starting off with the Brentwood School Eagles. And then closing out the schedule in the Slowtown Showdown, mm-hmm. that big anticipated game people have been calling for for a, a few years now since you've gone to 11-man. And that's uh, the Slowtown Showdown against the San Luis Obispo Tigers, which you're hosting. Um, first, let's talk about uh, the Brentwood Eagles, your game you're opening against this Friday, uh, 6 o'clock kickoff, I believe, right? 6 o'clock, yes, that's correct. Uh, let's talk yeah. a little bit about the team and what you're what you expect from the Eagles as they uh, they make their trip down, I believe, from uh, Northern California. Correct? Uh, no, it's uh, L.A. Brentwood oh, this Arizona. is the L.A. school. OK. Yeah. I mean, you know, that school is literally right on sunset. Um, so you know, it's a beautiful campus, beautiful school. Um, you know, we used to play them a lot when I was at Grace Brethren. Um, different coaching staff, different deal. But, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Coach Ford. Uh, I think he does a really good job with his program. I think he coaches them very hard. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, there's there's some matchup concerns that we have going into this game for sure. Um, and I'll tell you, the number one obvious threat is their quarterback, who um, th- this young man can can throw the ball in, in a very special way. He's received D1 offers already from some pretty significant schools like Florida State and Ole Miss and Purdue. His older brother was a backup quarterback now at Texas. Um, and so, I mean, this kid's a real deal. He can throw the ball in places that, you know, that you would, you, you know, the, our concern is that our defense is going to be moving around treating him like a normal quarterback going, there's no way he can get the ball over here. And he absolutely can get the ball to the other side of the field and an impossible angle and, and tight windows that you would never have, you know, you'll never see anybody else get that, you know, the ball through those windows. So um, that's a huge concern for us. Um, and so defensively, we're really, 
really working hard on trying to find a way. How, how do we make this kid uncomfortable? How do we make the receivers uncomfortable? How can we disrupt their offense? Because it's good. They move the ball very well. Their, their run game um, is, is dynamic enough that it's a major threat. Um, and they can pass the ball in, in any, any part of the field. And so that's a, that, that stretches the defense, that puts a lot of strain on the defense, and that really forces us to be really creative about how we, how we handle this. Um, and then defensively, they run, a, they run a defense that, you know, for whatever reason, the last couple of years has given us a lot of problems, uh, this 3-3 defense. Um, and, uh, and so we've spent a lot of time working on it, and we'll see what it looks like. And, you know, um, if we do our job and we execute at a high level and we're very physical, we feel like we, you know, We'll be able to do the things we need to do, but man, they, they have some they have some weapons and, and they can do some things in a hurry if you're not careful and if you're not being if you're not dialed in on your job on every play, um, that quarterback in particular can hurt you in a hurry. And so, you know, we're excited. It's it's high level competition. This kid's legit and the team's legit, and uh, I think it's a great way to kick off the year. So, and one question, uh, I, we as we did our pregame our pre-show stuff. I told you our questions kind of so you can prepare a little bit. What's the one game that's on your schedule this year? Um, not a grudge match, not anything, but one game that you're happy that's on the schedule that you're just looking forward to playing. One team, one coach. Oh, man. Um, you know, in a positive way, you know, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Um, uh, you know, I, I guess there's two that I'm really, I well, I love every game. I love everything that we're doing. You know, I can't wait to to go play at Atascadero because, um, it, you know, that's just such a cool stadium and such a cool environment to play in. Uh, I got great respect for Coach Cooper. He's, you know, he's a legend in the area for, for a reason. Um, and so that, you know, that's one game that, you know, I think just being there and being in that stadium and that environment is something that I'm really excited about. I've got a lot of respect for Don Crow at Templeton. Those kids are always very, very well coached. It's always a physical matchup. Uh, I'm really excited about being able to play them, and, and that's just a fun competition. Um, I think the one I'm, I'm probably most focused on, dialed in on, I guess, out of all of them probably would be uh, Central Valley Christian because that's such a high-level competition. Mason Hughes and I have a great relationship. I've got great respect for them. Those kids are so incredibly well-coached. They're they're extremely disciplined. They're they're like-minded like us. Um, and, uh, you know, this is supposedly one of the best teams he's had. And so it's a, whether we win that game or not, I think I'm just really excited to kind of compare us you know the last time we played them it was it was good up until the last two minutes of the first half and then they ran away from you know it was like 62 to 35 and I'm really excited to see like okay how much have we closed the gap between one of these established private school powerhouses and where we're at and you know are we still quite a ways away or are we much closer and I'm excited to see what that looks like and with no expectations of us winning that game, but I, I'm, I'm excited to see how that how that goes. Yeah, I, I'm excited too. That's one of the games that I'm looking forward to as well. It's going to be a road trip in Visalia. I'll be packing the car full of the gear and uh, hitting the road that day. Uh, already got the day off uh, from work for that game. Yeah. Uh, Coach, how can they find uh, Mission Prep Football and uh, yourself, David Schuster, on uh, Twitter or social media in general? 
Oh man, I don't remember any of the handles. <laughs> uh, I think it's. I believe uh, uh, Mission Prep Football is uh, uh, MPC Football uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, it's MC uh, Capital MCP Capital F Football um, for Twitter, and then Instagram is Mission Prep FB. And uh, we're constantly trying to post content. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful I've got some coaches who have been able to, you know, be fairly active with it, you know, and uh, yeah. not the greatest social media team ever, but, um, you know, it, it's it's coming together a little bit. So that's that's been good. Some content is better than no content, Coach. Exactly. So uh, you can follow Prep Sports Network on Twitter, the Prep SN. Uh, our domain uh, has changed, but our website is still the same. Uh, prepsportsnetworks.com uh, Mission Prep Football will be live all season long on our YouTube stream. We'll be broadcasting every stream live uh, with you. Stephen Hodges and I will be carrying most games. I will be at all of them uh, given any uncir- un- unforeseen circumstances. You know, you can't predict the future, but I'll be there. Um <laughs> I guess that's it, Coach. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we'll have you on uh, as soon as possible. I'd like to do it every week, but um, if it can't happen, we'll be back soon before this season's over to catch up with you and the team. Awesome. Appreciate Thank you. you so much for having me, man. Appreciate you joining us. This is uh, Press Sports Network's Coach's Show with Head Coach David Schuster. I'm Brian Stanley.